Praise you, Jesus. Let's start with the testimonies and give glory to God. Who would like to go first? Hello. Yes. Just uh, Jude with you. Yes, Jude. Uh, just just a yesterday's incident. I was just uh, walking the kitchen and grinding ma the masala. Yes. Uh, apparently, I need to wash and, you know, I wanted to clean the jar very well. So what I did was I put a piping hot water inside the jar. And I wanted to give a good spin so that now everything, all, all the, everything is cured. Yes. Unfortunately, the moment I pour the hot piping water in the jar and I started to put it on, the mixer on, the hole literally bursted and the whole water came in my body. Oh. It was such a horrible incident. Yeah. That uh, my t-shirt was completely wet, and uh, when I took out my t-shirt off, I just said to uh, my son, came over and said, "Okay, apply the ice pack on the stomach, and you know, on your arm, there is some um, girl bruises." Anyway, I had to pause myself away from the work, and you know, wait for some time. But later in the evening, when I checked, it was there's nothing. There, everything was perfect, and only the slight bruise on my arm, and but rest, everything was perfect. I praise and thank God. And I was just calling the Holy Spirit every now and then. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for, you know, for, a, for a huge disaster. And thank you that I got saved. I praise and thank God for everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jude. Thank you. Powerful testimony. This is the protection of God. Psalm 91 that we say, you know, his, he sends his angels to guard us. And that's what is, is happening here, that he's sending his angels to protect you and your family. Thank you, Jude. Very true. Thank you. Praise the Lord, brother. It's Christina here. Yes, Christina. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all the teachings, the prayers, and the miracles in this group, and especially for Brother Savio's morning reflections and Brother Russell's morning encounter with the Lord. And the series on what is prayer was so powerful. And thank you, brothers, and thank you, Sister Jane, for the great summaries. And uh, my testimony is one of my home appliances wasn't working, even after trying it for a while. And I want to say thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me of Hebrews 1.14. All angels are spirits who serve God and are sent to help those who will receive salvation. And I then prayed in Jesus' name by Hebrews 1.14. I command my angels to go to the heavenly storehouse and bring the spare parts to repair the appliance to function well. In Jesus' name, amen. And I was at rest as I didn't even think about it again until the next morning. And praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When I then tried it, it was working perfectly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise Thank the you. Lord. Thank, Thank you. you, brother. God bless you. Thank Amen. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bless your ministry. Thank you. And yours. Thank you. Yes. Uh, brother Nasia, you? Yes, Nasia. 
Yeah. I just want to praise and thank God for the countless blessings he has showered upon me and my family for protecting us during this pandemic and for being with us on our journey. The scripture that I always confess is greater is my Jesus that is in me than the enemy that is in the world. And this scripture has really worked good for me. And I want to praise and thank God for being with us during yes. this time. Thank yes. you, Jesus. Thank yes. you, Abba Father. Thank you for the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Nasia. Yes, who's next? Who would like to give glory to God for what God has done? He's working in your life. Hello, brother. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm Brian, yeah. Brian, yes. Yes, I want to give praise and thanks to God for helping me to uh, helping me to give me strength and uh, courage in uh, performing my exams and helping me to get good grades. Praise I God. used I I say the scripture was uh, that uh, thank you Lord for help, uh, for the spirit of wisdom knowledge understanding might counsel fear of God mind and nature of Christ and it helped me a lot in uh, motivating me and uh, helping me in performing my exams. Thank you Jesus praise so God. All glory to God. Glory God. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Brian. Thank you. Thank you brother. Yes, who would like to go next? Sabio Shanine here. I'd just like to say thank you to the Lord for all the souls that we were interceding for in yes. praise and worship. Yes. I just praise and thank the Lord that millions of souls we're brought back from the brink and that we're and I thank everyone who is um, singing with praise and worship and interceding yes. and, and praise and thank you for the graces and blessings he's given each one of us all yes. our prayer group this week and the miracles that that have been that have taken place yes and yes. um and praise and thank you you lord for you Savio just for for your ministry and and it's just spreading the word of God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Um, there's a message on the chat. Uh, Christina is asking for the scripture for the exams, um, the testimony prior. So if you can please post the, the scripture that was used so that others on the group as well can, can use the scriptures and similarly be successful in their exams. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I'm Edith here. Yes, Edith. As I had earlier uh, testified, I put a prayer request uh, regarding yes. some documents, which is required, very important. Yes. And 
Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, it's been done. And I'm going ahead with what I have to do. I also want to share that today the worship song was meant for me. You know, it was really meant for me. I was alone in my house and I was like, you know, dancing, putting my hands up and really worshiping, yes. thanking him. I just want to thank him and thank him and thank him for all the abundance of blessings, especially the morning 2.30 encounter with the Lord and your uh, brother, your Tanshanin's uh, word of God. And each time I have something in my heart and yes. that very word is there. Yes. So, you know, I'm just yes. awed, you know, I'm just awed with his presence and his presence has been there. And I have taken this, uh, this to uh, the verses, Isaiah 43, 19, which I just love. And I love to put my name there. You know, I'm about to do a new thing. Edith, do yes. you perceive right now? And, you know, I'm so joyful. I'm so joyful. And then he's making a way in the wilderness and he has made wow. everything. Every problem, everything that was against me wow. has melted like wax. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise Today, God. I just want to thank him and thank him that for all the blessings he's, he's poured over me. And it has actually overtaken my Lord, yes, yes. my Lord, it's everything is taken up. Thank you, thank you, Praise Jesus. Praise, Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 God bless thank you. God bless the team and the prayer warriors. Thank you. Thank give you. Give the glory to, to God. Thank All you. the glory, honor, and praise is His. Thank yes. you. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, who would like to go next? Brother Savio, this is Russell. Yes, yes, Russell. I just like to thank the Lord that He has blessed our families. We have been kept safe from. Uh, we have been kept safe from the extreme weather as well. We have kept protected and all provisions provided to us. I thank the Father that our prayer group is is being blessed with His Spirit, and we're going from strength to strength, Amen. where He reveals more and more of His Word to us. And more importantly, most important, I just thank Him that we are alive today. We, our hearts yes. are beating. We not not we do not know how, yes. but he, he watches over us and He takes care of everything. So thank you, Father, for all Your mercy, for Your blessings, Your grace upon our lives and our prayer group. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you. Amen. Exactly, you know, like you just have to thank. And praise God for, like, I, I thank and praise him today for this breath that I have today. Like, the, the breath of God that is in me is keeping me alive to even be here and sit here in your presence. So, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for all the obstacles in our lives, Lord, that you have just kicked down those obstacles. All the fears in our life, Lord, that you've just broken those fears. you just banished them. They're no more. Thank you, Jesus. Who would like to go next? 
what is it that is that has touched your life is there anything that uh, that you think has changed you in any any way any small way that something you used to do previously um but you don't do it anymore um whatever it could be something very very small that has changed your life and what is it that you would like to give glory to god Hallelujah, brother. I want to thank and praise the Lord for the gift of life, for protection, for provision, and the many little ways in which the Lord makes me smile. When yes. the flower blooms, when a new leaf comes, whichever plant I've planted and a new leaf comes, you know, I smile. When I see out of my window birds singing and uh, different small birds, I'm so grateful to God. They make me smile. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know what? What happens is, um, like we we go about life every day, and we see, okay, we so we we've got a home, we've got a car, we've got our family, we've got you know we've got our jobs, you know our streets are fine. Like we see everything, and then we think, okay, anyways, we are supposed to be having this, you know. But we lose what we lose is the awe of God. Like He's providing for all of this. So somehow all of that gets lost, and we just need to thank and praise God for that. that he continuously provides for us even though you know we are disobedient at times and just is on the awe of god you know the universe like how does that even fit together the awe of god that we forget at times because we are just we have just taken it for granted over time so we just need to give thank and praise to god anyone else who would like to praise god Brother, I want to praise and thank God for few people who are having severe health issues, yep. healing them, restoring back them, restoring by them back to health. Yes. So I want to thank and praise God for all answered prayers. Yes. And for giving us our daily strength and protection and help yes. in our day-to-day -day situations and circumstances. Yes. I also want to thank Mother Mary and honor Mother Mary and all the guardian angels and saints yes. for their powerful intercession and intervention. and for the hand over our life yes i want to thank you brother and brother asal shanin brother vivek for the daily reflections which has really built up our spiritual life god yes. bless you brother thank you so much praise god hallelujah hallelujah thank you molin yes is there anyone else who would like to go next uh yes brother sabio this is yes. marina yes marina i would like to thank god for every renewed morning for the times that i pray in the morning just asking the lord to guide me to protect me protect my family friends and i and i see that when i ask him lord make me your servant send me out there to yes. to reach out to people who are seeking you yes and he has done it yes in the past week uh, savio yes. uh, he has been able to 
you know to to reach to help me um come across somebody who was really in need of food for the family yes and i do not know this person but it just happened to come to my knowledge and and that this person was in need of it it, mm. it was on facebook yes. that it came on my i never go on facebook but yes. suddenly the, that day i was i was going through my facebook out of the blue and this person was asking me for food for the family yes and i thank my lord that he has chosen he chose me to yes. reach out to that family praise god so i really praise and thank god for that thank you jesus and every morning of course for me it's the evening but every evening when i hear the encounter of brother russell i praise and thank god once again that i'm a part of this group this powerful group because when i when i hear the words every day i ask him i ask the holy spirit for all my words and actions to yes. be his and i gain that knowledge and the understanding that yes. goes along with it which yes. is so very important yes and i see the connection that is required to yes. have not only the knowledge but also the understanding to carry it out so yes. i praise and thank you thank god once again for each and every day and for everybody on this prayer group thank you lord it's god thank you thank you powerful testimony thank you marina who would like to go next brother sabi i'll go next yes <clears throat> uh actually i'm out of station so i just uh, so thankful that god has kept all of us alive today and uh, put a hedge of protection upon every one of the prayer group and their families and uh, thank you jesus for keeping us all safe in your loving care yes, let your precious blood be upon all of us fill us with your wisdom with your understanding with your counsel and let us have plenty in life never lack because you are a shepherd and we shall never lack anything we thank the lord for blessing each and every member of this prayer group and this mighty prayer group which i'm blessed to be part of uh, that their families and all their extended friends also are blessed and we thank and praise god for all the people who are warriors just like you me russell and shanin janela and every person of this prayer group who go all out to reach out to other people and bring christ to others and bring the light of christ to other people in darkness and that's our calling in this life so we thank and praise you lord at the same time i'd like to thank god for keeping me alive today and for the breath of life as you said uh for having that breath today to thank and praise god and give him the glory and him alone the glory for what he deserves nothing of me lord everything of you thank you jesus and praise you jesus and also lift up ukraine and russia at this time so that the world war 3 does not take place or any of those things because that can affect everybody we ask for the precious blood of jesus and god's hand of mercy upon them yes so that the leaders across the world take the right decisions yes. and and people like us are blessed and safe because there are so many people all across there who could be affected by this wrong decision taken by any of the leaders pray in a special way father that your spirit guides those leaders to take the right decision and end this war let there be peace or let your peace and tranquility come upon those leaders 
and as we agree in one faith that this will all end in the name of Jesus because Lord without praying to you yes. you shared this with me Lord yeah. that without without we praying nothing moves heaven nothing and I share this again if we don't pray nothing happens either someone has prayed or we need to pray prayer is a requirement and without prayer God can't move so we have to ask God to make move any move because of that that's why we need to continuously intercede for one another that's what the calling of God is that we pray for one another for their for everyone spiritual sanctification thank you Jesus praise you Jesus I also pray in a special way today as I can't preach today because I'm out of station but the grace of God be upon Savio because the Lord asked me to ask you to preach today and that's why I shared this with us and I know the Lord has got a plan for you Brother Savio, for you and for your ministry because mighty number of souls are going to be saved through your ministry. And through the ends of the earth is where you're going to go preaching the word. And people are going to be healed. And a lot of miracles will take place and people will give their life to Christ. That's the greatest miracle of salvation. There can't be a greater miracle than that. In Jesus' name I pray that Savio has this wisdom and that the anointing of the Holy Ghost come upon him as he preaches God's word today. People are touched by the powerful topic of the spirit of fear. Be banished from our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Sabi. Thank you, Brother Vivek. Who would like to go next? Yes, brother. Yes. Uh, I, I want to thank the Lord for the week gone by for sending the destiny helpers. I want yes. to thank the Lord for sending the laborers, labor, a perfect laborer to my daughter that she has that she saved and she has come to knowledge of the truth. I, I want to thank Brother Russell for the powerful teachings for the last two weeks. Yes. And uh, when I was writing the notes on Saturday, she was just sitting by me and she was reading it and she was asked started asking questions and I was answering her and was explaining each point. Then she said, then I said, I'm very blessed to be the part of this group. Then yes. I, I didn't say anything and she herself joined the group and she started hearing Brother Russell's teaching. Yes. It was a, it was a great transformation that took place. Yes. Every day, my brother Russell used to pray for those who were not saved. Yes. My daughter, she, she reads the Bible daily. She reads the Bible daily. But I, my desire was she, she must come to knowledge of the truth. So mm. when brother Russell prays, I pray with him that my daughter comes to knowledge of the truth. And yes. she has come. I thank the Lord. And I pray that all the youth yes. come to knowledge of the truth and are saved. Yes. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Jane. Yes, very, very much needed, right? In this, this, these times for the youth, we need to pray for them that they draw nearer to Christ and they, they give their hearts to Christ. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you, Sister Jane, for inviting others and for sharing, sharing your scriptures and sharing the, the recordings, inviting them to our sessions, you and your family, all those who bring others to Christ and invite them to our sessions, you and your family will be blessed. That's for sure. So thank you, Sister Jane.
who would like to go next? Uh, Brother Savio, this is Ernie. I just yes, like sir. I just like to uh, yeah, just um, the just the, his the word that um, uh, Brother Vivek, you know, as I confess boldly, my sayings it, it's always um, written in in my heart after you learn them. You know, you just. Uh, yeah, quiet days, a good week at work, but everything uh, that's going around that I'm not aware of, but it just uh, keeps me in a tremendous peace and it has, you know, transformed and renewed my mind and changed a lot of um, uh, think, my, my way of thinking. So, um, yeah, just, and I can just see everything uh, manifest in, in how the way. Um, I, I want it, and that's how um, they, uh, our Father God uh, works perfectly. But also, um, I'd like to thank all your Brisbane prayer group, how important it is with the, um, all the prayers, how it uh, already sets the, our day uh, ahead of us, how it's um, how the power of um, Christ answers our um, prayers, the Holy Spirit. And um, yeah, just all these, uh, this, the word of God keeps um, bonding throughout my day. And I just uh, say, you know, just uh, out to lot every time, like even at work and stuff like that. So all the, how, the, how we get up every morning and um, where we're living. Yes. The wars around the world and stuff like that. And how um, uh, he's doing other wonders and works in everyone's life that really do um, need it. He's addressing those things first. And I just like to think the lifestyle and how blessed we were are in this part of the world and how he puts everything into place. And I just I respect it all the time. And I just, yeah, I can't do without. Yes. I can't do without him. I just, I, I know that uh, there is a, he's doing his work and um, everything is done perfectly. His scriptures are being fulfilled perfectly, and I just want to just obey the commands, commandments as diligently yes. as I know. If you, if I um, go off with you know, there's measures to be taken to repent as soon as possible. But you know, you you just don't really want to um, uh, do those because the curses. Will come and just and, it, and his word just does not um, fail. It, it always um, comes, and you know this is what we respect. And um, I will just keep that all our days, days of our life. And uh, yeah, this is a blessed group, and uh, and uh, it is a blessing for the kids to um, come and learn uh, learn the word of God, what the scriptures really mean. It is. Uh, I think it's uh, better than any. Uh, an education for them before they start anything, a new career, because it'll make things, it'll open the doors and make uh, the hardships and the doubts sort of that they go through, it'll make it easier. It gives them a sort of like, a, um, uh, it's they're more proactive 
when you know bad times arise they don't get so discouraged and you know they know that they're going to make it through and um, yes it gives them more confidence yes break their heart yes. and stuff so that they have a more understanding yes it's very important more knowledge and i think that's the greatest gift before they go and um yes and their careers and what they desire will have a more chance of um, yes. um, manifesting and i think and that's not only for the kids that's for everyone you know, they, they need to have wisdom and knowledge first it's the, it's the treasure that's the um before they can go and have their monies and stuff like that yes. so yes like that. and i thank you lord for all that and the holy spirit and the father thank you everyone thank you thank you Anya. thank you jesus praise you jesus Who else? Who would like to go next? Brother Savio, praise God. Yes. Can I come yes. in? Yes, yes. Yes, Edith. I just remembered. Uh, I would, uh, you know, uh, Brother Savio. Yes. Uh, actually, it was the Holy Spirit that was prompting me that you've got something and this is important. So I, that's why I've come back again. You know, uh, He's told me the importance of a prayer agreement, you know. In yes. all my problems right now, my my prayer agreement partner is was Vienna. Yes. And um, and it is very powerful. And uh, I am. She's my. She calls me Popo. You know, Popo means in Chinese grandma. Yes. We both started our journey, uh, our born again journey, I would say. Yes. From Melbourne. Met in Melbourne, and we had the opportunity to meet. It was destined, I think, like he chooses people yes. together. Yes. And and maybe later on I can share. But we met there, and for the first time, we attended Papa Johnson's uh, 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 sessions there. He, had, yes. um, he was there in in September two thousand eighteen, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it was impossible, Brother Savio, mm. for us. Both new being new in Melbourne, and that suddenly something you know, we were just after it. We just got his leaflets, he got his flyers, mm. and we both went out mm. to get to churches and all. Of course, they disappointed us, they did not give us a time where he could speak and preach there. Yeah. But he had his own plans, yes. And uh, it was so wonderful our journey from then until today we are together and she has she she has made me a global popo. <laughs> Can you imagine how blessed I am, brother? Yes, yes, yes. That's the best thing for my in my life now, you know. Yes. Thank you so much and praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Edith. Good evening, Savio. This is Janela. Yes, Janela. Yes, I would like to thank and praise God for this gift of life and for showering his blessings upon me and my family for his hedge of protection is always around us. Thank you, uh, Jesus, for blessing us with this beautiful rain and also for bringing me home safely in this very wet weather. I would also like to thank the Lord for blessing me with a new job and uh, that I'll be starting in a few weeks. So I just wanted to thank and praise God, glorify God today. And thank you, Jesus, for everything. 
Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Janela. Who would like to go next? Anyone else? Is there anyone else who would like to give thanks and praise to God? Before we go to the announcements, is there anyone else who would like to give thanks to God? Okay. We'll, we'll go to the announce, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, someone wanted to give a testimony, sorry. Is there someone who wanted to give a testimony? Okay. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll go to the announcements then, uh, Brother Russell. Yeah, thank you, Brother Savio. Just a couple of quick, short announcements. The first one is about our rosary, and I will praise God for that. The, the rosary and divine mercy session uh, that is run every evening at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time is now also live on YouTube. Those that are facing any challenges on getting on to Zoom for whatever technical reasons and can't, uh, join the rosary but would like to say that rosary and divine mercy you can now do so through our youtube live you won't be interactive with them like it is on zoom but at least you'll be able to pray with the rest of the group and if there are any others in your friend circles or contacts that would like to join that rosary please share that link for uh, that youtube link with them as well and the good thing is that you can use that recording of it once it goes live it also gets stored as a recording and you can use that recording as well to pray the rosary at your time within your time zone so if that works for you that's another good opportunity as well another thing is all those that are listening to this teaching and have not yet joined the group on telegram you can do so now i shall just share the link in the chat so you can click this link and join our Telegram group. Those that are listening to this teaching or even in the recording on YouTube, you'll find the link in the description, uh, uh, in the text description under this video in YouTube. So you can click the link there as well and join the group. Mm, I would also like to invite all of you to join the morning encounter with the Lord. You've, you've heard a couple of testimonies there. The morning encounter with the Lord and uh, it's it's held at 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Uh, we do believe there are a lot of transformations that come from the word of God. So I invite all of you to take part in that session. Brother Savio also shares his powerful reflections every day on our Telegram group. And the same are also shared on Facebook. 
in case you can't access them on the telegram group or you are not part of the telegram group please go on to our facebook page and uh, follow our facebook page there and if you feel that reflection is touching your life please share that um, on facebook or any other social media channels you're using so that let it touch someone else's life also in the same way and, and bless others. I'd also encourage you to join the Daily Rosary and Divine Mercy that's held uh, Monday to Thursday at 7 p.m. in the evening, Australian Eastern Standard Time. And then on the Fridays, it's held at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And also please subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can receive um, notifications of every new teaching or every new reflection that is being shared on that YouTube page there as well. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Aslu. See, Jesus is free for everyone, yeah? So there's no cost. You've come here, there is no cost. So you've not, you've not paid for anything and give, give Jesus free to those who need Jesus. Okay. I think so we can get started with today's teaching. So today's teaching is about uh, overcoming the spirit of fear. Um, very, very important for, for all of us young, uh, middle age or old or and for all of us for all of us it's it's so very important because what happens is one of the one of the most intense mental strongholds okay that that we deal with every day there's no break there's no there's no holiday for this is fear it's every every single day there is fear in people's life and no one is uh, skipped from it. No one gets an exemption from it. But everyone is subject to a mental stronghold, which is fear, every single day. And this is not new. It's not new in the current circumstances and situations that we are having in our global pandemic. It's not because of that. But it's been happening since thousands of years. Over years, people have been going through this. But when you look at it, where is fear originating from? So fear originates from the prince of the world, which is the father of lies, and that's Satan. But how do we, how do we know he is the, the father of lies? And scripture tells us in John 8, verse 44, Brother Russell, you can uh, go to uh, John 8, verse 44, please. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Yes. Amen. 
Yes. So the enemy out there is, is Satan. Okay. He is the enemy. He is the liar. And he is the father of lies and half, half truths. Okay. And he uses his falsehood to deceive people into fear. So that's why people have that fear. And hence, we are not bold enough to be obedient to the Lord. So he doesn't want us, Satan doesn't want us to reap the blessings that God has in store for us. So what he does, he, he instills fear in us. And as we, as we know, we already know this in John 10.10. 10, what is the thief? He's here, he's called the murderer. In John 8.44, he's called the murderer. In John 10.10, 10, he's called the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Okay. So when he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, what is he doing? Can we, <clears throat> Brother Russell, can we uh, take John 10.10, 10, please? Yes. Are you able to, but are you able to see my screen? Uh, and it says I'm sharing. I'm not able to see your screen, Brother Russell. Let me check again. Are you able to see now? Yeah, I'm able to see now. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Russell. Yes. So John 10.10 10 tells us, now here he's called the thief. Okay. He's the same murderer. No change. He's a thief. What does he come to do? Steal, kill, destroy. Wow. So what is he doing here? He's, he's destroying, stealing, killing, and destroying our mental health. The, our mental health that causes, what does it cause? Fear every day. How about panic? How about stress? Whether it's at home or it's, it's at your workplace, whether it's on the road. What about being afraid? What about frightened of various situations? What about worry, anxiety, phobia of various things? Does this happen to you? Does he come to steal and kill and destroy your mental health? So what does the word fear, F-E-A-R, fear, what does that represent? So the word fear, F-E-A-R, stands for, F stands for false, E stands for evidence, A stands for appearing, and R stands for real. Put together, it is false evidence, appearing, real. So it is false. Then who fills us with this false evidence? It is Satan that fills us with this false evidence appearing real, okay? F-E-A-R, I'll repeat it once again. F stands for false, E stands for evidence, A stands for appearing, and R stands for real, F-E-A-R. Who fills us with the false evidence is Satan. So what does he tell us with this false evidence? He tells us this, whatever is our current situation, he tells us our current situation is that evidence. And he tells us in our current situation, we have no future. That our future will be a failure. 
he looks at the current situation and he puts those fears in our mind. He says, oh, based on your current situation, your future is a failure. You won't be successful. But what is the Bible? The Bible doesn't tell us that. The Bible tells us no matter what your present circumstances, it doesn't matter what it is. No matter how uh, bad things may be going on currently in your life, nothing is impossible to God. So let's let's look at scriptures now and let's look at you know some instances of where we see fears in the in the in the scriptures. So um, if we can have a if we can go to uh, Mark 9, 17 to 24, and we look have a look at this um, this event that has happened and, and see how the situation has evolved. Mark 9, 17-24. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son, who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Amen. Amen. So what, what we see in the scripture is this, this boy who is going through all of this. But what is, he's been affected by the evil one who has brought about the fear in his parents' life, in his life, and has caused all of these effects that have risen from originating from fear in his life and also in his parents' life. But if, if you see the last verse, uh, verse number 24, immediately the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. So what this tells us is, even if we, we say we believe, at times what happens is it doesn't last for very long. And that's why he cries out, help my unbelief. Help my unbelief because his, his belief that he had wasn't lasting enough. It was just a little faith that he had. And 
in this instance, once again, we see that no matter what our present circumstances, this boy and his family, no matter what that present circumstances, no matter how bad this situation is, nothing is impossible to God, which is the reverse of what Satan tells us. He tells us your future, your future is doomed. Look at your present. Look how it is. It's terrible. You don't have a future. Let's look at other instances of, of fear. Let's look at something in the Old Testament in Exodus chapter 14, verses 10 to 14. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, Leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Amen. Amen. So if we see out here in this passage taken from Exodus in the Old Testament, the Israelites, now they are the chosen people of God. Okay, they're the chosen people of God. Wow. In one verse, when they've seen the Egyptians and the horses in sight, when they've seen them, and they were just at the, at the Red Sea, when they've seen them in sight, what came into them? Immediately, they were filled, filled with fear. Just imagine thousands and thousands of horses and chariots and with their spears and whatnot. So what was their reaction? So the Israelites' reaction, first reaction was they cried out to the Lord, which was good because they cried out to the Lord. But what happened next after that was their cry stopped very quickly. So they cried and they, then they just stopped. They stopped their cry. So why did they stop their cry? So they stopped their cry because they had little faith. They had faith in God, but that faith did not last. So they started crying, crying out to the Lord, asking God to be their refuge. And then after that, they just stopped. But they stopped. And what did they do next? They stopped and then they started accusing Moses. Why did you get us here? Why did you not allow us to die back in Egypt? Why did you get us out from that place? So their faith was just little. So that's what is little faith. So little faith is, is not about the quantity of faith. So we can't say 
or one person has very strong faith and another person has doesn't have so little faith is not the the quantity of the faith but it is rather the duration it's the duration how long are you able to sustain that faith so when we look at the israelites they were not able to sustain that faith they had the faith but they were not able to sustain it so they cried out to the lord but immediately the next moment after that they said they started accusing moses so that's where they had little faith so let's take an example um, to explain what is little faith so let's say for example we were to go swimming and we had to swim fast okay for let's say 5 to 10 minutes what would happen is we would be we be quite exhausted and at the end we would of the 5 to 10 minutes we would take a break and our stamina would possibly run out by that time now let's say on the other hand we need to compare this to a person who is meant to perform in a triathlon so a triathlon is multiple activities that you're doing so let's say they need to run for 50 kilometers they need to cycle another 50 kilometers and swim another 25 kilometers so it's one after the other so now for such a person to perform they need to be able to maintain their stamina for that duration the duration of the triathlon which takes them through running 50 kilometers stop pick up a bicycle cycle for another 50 kilometers stop change your clothes into your swim clothes jump in and then swim 25 kilometers so what they need to be able to do that is the stamina to do that in the triathlon race so the duration that they need to maintain their stamina is what would determine if they can finish the triathlon race or not so if they if they lose their stamina before let's say before they even start cycling they have not finished the race they have not even gone to cycling but if they finish cycling and they have not started swimming once again they have not finished the race for the triathlon so similarly when we compare it to our faith okay so when we look at our faith let's look at our faith our own faith we get up in the morning we may be charged we have like all the faith we are charged with faith what happens during the day we are driving on the road going to office we certain situations and circumstances that either have happen at home before we leave for work or they happen at at work or they um happen at our lunch break that may cause that faith to start becoming weaker by the time it becomes noon what happens when it, it then becomes later on in the day coming back from work is there anything that happens once you come back from work and enter your home is there anything that happens that that spoils your your peace are there any situations or circumstances that happen then so does do you feel that your faith is gradually diminishing is is your faith is our faith little in the sense that the duration of the strength of that faith is not lasting is not lasting as to to complete 
that journey. So similarly, the Israelites had little faith. They could, they, they had little faith. They could see the presence of God. Yeah, they could see it. They, it was visible to them. And by visible, I mean that in Exodus 13, 17 to 22, it says that a pillar of cloud was given to them. A pillar of cloud was provided to them. Just imagine, wow. So you, they are just walking in the wilderness and there is a pillar of cloud. How awesome is that? A pillar of cloud to protect them through the day. There is heat. They're going through the desert. There is, there is scorching heat. But that pillar of cloud is, they look up and they say, wow, there's a pillar of cloud that's giving me shelter as I walk. How, how comforting is that knowing that your God is walking with you? Wow. That's, that's just amazing. But it's, it's not only during the daytime. What about at night? At nighttime, there is a pillar of fire. Wow. Giving them that assurance even in the night. A small story. So when, when we grew up as children, we didn't have a, a television at our place. So we used to generally go, um, myself and my sisters, we used to generally go to our neighbor's place and watch TV. Like maybe on a Friday, on the weekend or something, on a Friday night or Saturday night. And uh, the movies used to get over quite late at night. Um, but then the, the, the path from uh, my neighbor's place to our place was uh, dark. So guess what we used to do? We, we never used to walk slowly. We used to run run, leave our neighbor's place and run to our house. So why we used to do that? Just one reason, because we were scared. We were fearful of the dark. Now let's look at the Israelites. Now, God knew the people, his people, the Israelites, his chosen people. He knew they too would be afraid of the dark. They, he knew that they would fear the dark. So what did he do? He created that, he, he made the pillar of fire that led them in the night. So just imagine they, they wake up in the middle of the night um, and then they look around and wow, they can see that pillar of fire. Wow. It's telling them that pillar of fire is telling them, I am with you. Wow. What an, what an assurance, what an assurance that God is giving his people. I am with you. I have not forgotten you. I have not lost sight of you. I am with you, whether it's day in that cloud, giving you shelter, giving you shelter from the heat and in the night, giving you, taking away that fear of darkness in the desert, in that wilderness. If there are no lampposts or anything, it's pitch dark in the night. It's giving them, filling them with that assurance. And this did not depart from them. It was there with them every single day for 40 years that God provided for them and gave them that assurance every single day, by day and by night. So through these examples, what what is it that we see that is the entry door that allows fear to enter our lives? What is that entry door? 
So that entry door, as we've seen in the case of the Israelites, it is that little faith. That little faith that they had, which wasn't continuing, that wasn't having the same amount of, of gush in it, same amount of strength and stamina in that faith, which was that entry door to allow fear to enter their lives. So let's look at some other scriptures as well. Let's go from the Old Testament. Let's now go to um, the New Testament in Luke 1.30. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. Yes, amen. Yes. So we see out here the angel appeared to Mary. And in, in this um, uh, Bible version, it says, do not be afraid. In some other versions, it says, fear not. Okay, fear not. Fear not, Mary. Fear not. Fear not, Mary. Okay. So Mary could also have feared at any given time. So if we, if we recall some of the times um, in scriptures during those days, if a woman was living a, a sexually immoral life, she would be, what's, what's the punishment? She would be publicly shamed and or put to death. So Mary too was human. And just as the scripture says, she, she could have had <clears throat> feelings of fear that was arising. And first the angel said, fear not, Mary, fear not, because he knows, the angel knows that fear can erupt. So Mother Mary, in this instance, too was afraid, was troubled. What, what is, what's happening? What is happening? When she was told by the angel that she would conceive a child, what's happening? So the feeling of fear comes to us naturally as a human being. Just as Mother Mary too felt troubled and was and was afraid in this circumstance. But Mother Mary could have thought, what would society say to me? I'm a virgin with a child. Wouldn't this be shameful and a disgrace to my name in society? What about her parents? But how did Mother Mary respond to this fear. How did she respond? She pondered. Scripture says she pondered and believed in the word of God given to her by the angels. So she pondered on it. And then she kept that word of God in her heart. She pondered on it. She pondered on what the angel had told her. So what did she ponder? Which, which word of God did Mother Mary ponder and keep in her heart? So if we look at scripture, Isaiah 7, 14.
Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Amen. So this is the word of God that Mother Mary was pondering. So think of a situation she was, she <clears throat> was afraid. What's, what, what is this message all about that the angel has come, has come and given her? The angel told her, Mary, do not be afraid, do not fear. But scripture tells her she pondered. She pondered and she believed in the word of God and she kept it in her heart. And the word of God that she kept in, in her heart is from Isaiah. So she looked at Isaiah, looked at the scripture and said, yes. The prophet Isaiah has said that there will be a sign. That there, there will be a sign and behold, a virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. Now she's putting two and two together. Yes, this is a prophecy. And I am that virgin who is, who is meant to give birth to a son, Jesus. She didn't allow that fear that was setting into her she didn't allow it to take over her, but she pondered on the word of God and she applied that in her life. Let's look at 2000 years later. What, what is the fear that we think that we have in our modern days? What are the fears? So when we say fears, it could be fears, it could be worries, it could be anxiousness, it could be panics, it could be phobias in our lives. So let's take some examples. There could be plenty of examples. Let's take some few of them and have a look at them. So are there times that we have been in toxic workplaces? But for some reason, out of fear, we do not even want to leave it because of fear. Because we do not know, okay, if we leave it, then what's next? What's the next job going to be? So we continue to remain in that toxic workplace, just stuck there out of fear. What about other instances? Are there times where, you know, we wanted to do something like, maybe it could be you want to learn a bicycle, how to ride a bicycle, or you may be wanting to, uh, thinking, but as you want to learn a bicycle, you're thinking, oh, but what if I break my bones? Then what? Or you want to learn to swim and you're thinking, oh, what if I get drowned? That fear has already taken over you. So you just then don't do any of those things. So, in fact, when we talk about swimming and, and water, I myself as a child, um, I do not recall it, but that's what my parents told me. I was about two years old and I had fallen into a hot springs well. Um, and this hot springs wells is, is medicinal um, for those who, are, who know about it. And I just slipped into it. I was just between one to two years old. And my dad put his hand in. It was It's like a 40 feet or 40 meters deep uh, well my dad put his hand in the water and I was saved praise God but you see that fear that even though I was so small that fear captivated me for many years and I recall as a child whenever I used to go to the beach I used to people wanted me to come to the water and to the beach um, but I used to just run away out of out of that deep fear yeah these are some instances so are there other times where 
you know, you, you attend the job interviews and, and you fear that you'll never be shortlisted for those interviews. What about other times in our recent times? Let's look at our recent times. So, you know, you wake up in the morning till the time you go to bed. Is the current situation, the pandemics that's happening, is that on your mind? Like you get up in the morning, like are you, are you worried and anxious and full of fear that it's all out to just get you? Yeah, so first you will probably start thinking about all the strains of the viruses, one to the next, uh, all the mutations that have happened. You'll probably do your research and you'll find out, okay, how many people have passed away? How many are in hospital? What about when you go to the shopping center? You start coughing and all the people start staring at you. What about when you wake up in the morning and then you start to feel a little bit strange on a certain day and then you start thinking, oh, does this closely re resembles the same feeling that somebody else had who too had the virus? And then what starts happening? You start suddenly start experiencing the same things. Now you're thinking in that direction and you're 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 thinking about that and all of a sudden what happens you're starting to to play an image you're building up that image in your mind and that image is forming forming it's now turned it's not just one image it's now turned into a, a video you're seeing a video of someone who has had very similar feelings and symptoms than the one that you are feeling and now you are convincing yourself Telling yourself, yes, yes, I think so. I have the virus. You start to you start to tell your own self that you start to believe it, even though you may not. What are other instances? Are there times where we've been for many years, maybe suffering various illnesses, and it it never it never seems to leave you. It goes on and on for for years. It just makes you miserable. And sometimes what happens? Because it goes on so long, we start to own it. We kind of put a key, uh, uh, our hands around it and we start to own it. By owning it, I mean to say, sometimes we start to say to our own selves, we say, ah, I, I, I'm feeling like that um, because it is in my genes. It's ancestral. My father and my mother have it, so I have it. That's why I have it. So we keep telling ourselves and we start owning them. We start pulling them down and we start owning them. Because they have it, we have it. Because my mom has it, I have it. Because my dad has it, it's in my genes. It is ancestral. We keep telling ourselves that. What about other areas? Are there certain sicknesses? Are there certain allergies? Maybe they could be, people have different allergies. They could be dust allergies. They could be pollen allergies, they could be even food allergies and so on. What does that do to us? Does it restrict us? Are we, are we, does it restrict us so much that we are afraid? It has created so much of fear in us that we are not able to live a normal life. My normal life is if we have any of these allergies, do we look outside in the open air and we think, oh, if I go outside in the sunlight, it is going to trigger me. 
God has given us a, a beautiful day and, and we just step away from that and we say, no, no, we are not going to go into that day. We'll just be here indoors. Why? Because if I step outside, it's going to trigger me. Or it may be even we do not want to go into an air conditioning because that air conditioning, we have told ourselves that it's going to trigger us. So what do we do? We just create our box and we live in that box. Even though God has made a beautiful day out there for you, for us, we just want to live in the box. What about other instances? Maybe we want to drive, but every time we get into a driver's seat, our heart races much faster than the car. What about some other instances? Other times we allow fear so much in our lives that it has even affected our mind, like, like a madman in a, in a mental hospital or possibly even under depression. It's so much. It's gone to such an extent that that fear has, has got a hold of us. That's an, that goes extreme. And I'll provide an, an instance of where I've seen this happen before. I've seen people who have, who have lost their jobs, who were promised jobs and who were promised promotion. They did not get it. They were made redundant, etc. And all of these series of events, once again, it's not a, a single picture. It's a video. It's a video. It's a series of these events that has brought this person to a state where the person has had a mental breakdown. And in the midst of this mental breakdown, the person would have rage, fits of rage. And this person who was otherwise timid in nature suddenly became boisterous, became physically very, very powerful that people used, had to, four people had to hold him uh, from all sides to put the person down and to tie the person to the bed. How does this happen? Fear. It's originating from fear. What are other instances? Are there times when we are calling fear? Do we call fear? Do we invite fear? Fear, please come into our lives. Do we invite fear? Yes. So what are ways we invite fear? By visiting false gods? Do we visit false gods? Or do we visit the agents of these false gods? So I'll give you an example of who are agents. So there could be instances where people have intentionally gone to places who provide them with certain ornaments. They could be maybe a ring, maybe a chain to wear. Maybe it is some powder that they need to consume. And they have been told that if you do all of these things, you will prosper. Your health will prosper. Whatever situation that you're going through, you will get out of it. Your health will prosper. And if you are going through a financial problem, you'll come out of that financial problem. Now, what we have done out there to our own lives, we have opened the door. We have called in fears into our lives because 
through these false gods and through these visiting of the agents of these false gods, Satan has entered into our lives. And once he enters in, he starts manifesting the spirit of fear. So initially we might think that, oh yes, we are recovering and this thing is really working. But after some time that subsides because he, he just wants to show us, yes, 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 continue what you are doing. You are on the right path. You are going to this agent, continue going. You are on the right path. Yes. So you'll feel a difference. But the difference is only to show you. He's, he's as we've started the, um, the teaching today, he is the father of lies. He wants to show you so that he wants you to stick on. What if that doesn't work for you? What if you consume the powder and it doesn't work for you? Then you'll say, no, it doesn't work. But he wants you to stick on. So he'll give you that and you'll feel a little bit of improvement and then he'll start going downhill. So in all of these situations and circumstances, we see fear that creeps in and it constantly plays on our mind. Okay, At, at one stage, it, it happens that it paralyzes our thoughts, it paralyzes it. And what we get into is we are trapped then into this bubble of fear. Yeah, in, a, in a bubble of fear, we can't move left, we can't move right, because we feel if we do this, then A, B, C, D is going to happen. If we do that, X, Y, Z is going to happen. So we, we, we don't want to move. Just, just, just be there. Don't move. That's what he wants us to do. Don't move. Just be in that bubble of fear. See, earlier when we spoke about running the race, the trilathon, running and cycling and swimming, we need to ask ourselves the question, does fear drain us of our energy in running the race? Does it drain us? So if we were to run that race in that, that trilathon, and if we were drained of our energy, we would either sip some water, we would sip on an energy drink, we would maybe have a, a energy snack bar with us. But similarly, we need to supplement our drain of mental energy with the word of God. Because if we do not supplement that drain of mental energy, what happens is we are captivated. We are captivated our lives into a bondage. At times, what happens is the it's it's quite surprising, but at times you will never even know that you are in bondage. Why? Once again, the evil one has whispered years, has whispered lies in your ears. He's told you that, oh, this is the way of life. What are you doing? This is the way of life. You do not need to go anywhere if you have this allergy. Just be at home. The day is beautiful outside, but you do not need to go. Just be at home. You do not need to go into the lovely lovely uh, park or whatever. Just be at home. He wants you to be in that box. But we do not realize it. We, we start to tell ourselves the other way around. We start to tell ourselves, yes, yes, yes. It is ancestral. Yes. It has come down from my mother and my father. Yes. It is in my genes. Yes. I need to accept it. Yes. We keep telling ourselves that. Yes. 
and hence it is surprising it's a surprising thing that at times we do not even know we are in a bondage we need to look at ourselves are we in a bondage and we need to ask ourselves are we seeking freedom from the bondage of of illnesses and fears that are captivating our lives are we seeking that sometimes it could also be that we are bound in this bondage and we know we are bound okay we know very well we may be bound in alcohol or or drug addicts or, or drug addiction or or sex addiction addiction or even a smoking addiction we know we are bound but we want to live bound so the question we need to ask ourselves is are we seeking freedom from the bondage of these illnesses are we seeking to be free from these things that are captivating our lives so what is it if we want to be free what is it that breaks the bondage of fear so what breaks the bondage of fear in our lives is the spirit of god the breath is the breath of god you can think of it as as maybe as the holy spirit think of the holy spirit having a laser gun in his hand he's got a laser gun and he's pointing at the chains of fear that are around us and he's pointing it and as he points it all of those chains just melt with the intensity all the chains that we are tied around and we see these this in isaiah 61:1 the spirit of the sovereign lord is on me because the lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor so if you see on the on the last line it talks about the prisoners okay it talks about the prisoners to release from darkness for the prisoners now who are these prisoners who are these prisoners we may deny it and we we might say no we are not prisoners what what crime did we do we we are not in jail so we are not prisoners we didn't go to jail we didn't do anything wrong but are we prisoners are we prisoners of fear so in in the name of jesus he has given us the power to break these chains of every bondage in our lives that has strangled us and is suffocating us under the yoke of the evil one this is the yoke of the imprisonment in our fear so the imprisonment the imprisonment is our fear we are prisoned in our fear it doesn't want me to step out stay inside you are safe inside stay inside be in that box why do you want to go out and this is the fear that the evil one has planted the seed he's planted that seed in our heart and we keep believing it but how do we how do we break that and isaiah 
27 tells us that in that day their burden will be lifted from your shoulders their yoke from your neck the yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat yes so this is the anointing that is breaking the anointing that is breaking it is breaking the fear the imprisonment that we that that is there on us and is the yoke the evil one has put that yoke on us what what is the yoke that heaviness you know how the, the cows um have this this yoke on them and they they move in the in the farm that heavy weight do not go outside be out inside you have an allergy just be inside don't need to do anything he's put that yoke but that yoke can be only destroyed through the anointing of the holy spirit so if the yoke can be destroyed by the anointing of the holy spirit where do i need to go to get the anointing it's right here it's in our midst right here in our midst the holy spirit is right here in our midst breaking each and every chain of bondage in our lives so through the anointing power of the holy spirit every such bondage is destroyed right now right now whatever bondage that we have is destroyed from our lives giving us freedom from fear of whether it is fear of viruses or fear of any other fear that has kept us imprisoned it's imprisoned us in our lives but some of us may say but we cannot see the holy spirit but we cannot see what where are the chains but we are not in prison we are not prisoners see the thing is even if we do not see the holy spirit he is still working even if we do not feel the holy spirit he is still working okay at times we might some may experience him differently some people may may cry some people may even fall down on the floor or may feel dizzy or some people there might be instances where people who have consumed certain things from false gods or from agents of false gods may vomit out those substances that you have consumed but the more more important question that we need to ask is do we believe in the holy spirit do we believe ask ourselves that question do we believe in the holy spirit and are we the second question are we inviting the holy spirit to come in and destroy with his blazing fire destroy every area in our life that is pulling us down destroy every fear in our life that is making our life miserable everything that that is in our life that is not allowing us to achieve our full potential as a child of god and to do god's will in our lives 
that God has planned for us. So are we become slaves? Are we slaves to the evil one? And are we become slaves because of our disobedience and not choosing Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of our life? So this is the more important question that we need to ask ourselves. And keeping in mind that no matter whether we see the Holy Spirit, He is still working. Even if we do not feel the Holy Spirit, He is still working. He does not stop working. He is still working in our lives to bring about great things in our lives every single day. So we need to ask ourselves in this captivation of fear, is this the life, what do you think? Is this the life that Jesus came into the world to give us? A life of bondage. Be inside. You do not need to go outside. Just be in your box. Is that what the life that Jesus came to give us? If you see John 10.10. 10, The thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Yes. So Jesus says he came that we may enjoy our life. That we have an enjoyment life. We may enjoy our life. This is a beautiful day. Are we enjoying that beautiful day or are we in that fear that we do not want to step into that day because the evil one has told us, if you step outside, you know, that's how you're going to feel. Didn't you feel like that the last time you stepped out? Why do you want to step out again? Just be inside. Don't step out. So do, do we live, question for us, do we live an abundant life? That Jesus has called us to live? Or do we live a life of poverty? Really poor. Poor in, in every aspect. Physically, mentally, fears, materially, and spiritual poverty in our lives. Is that the life that we are living? So for us to free ourselves from these fears, all of these fears, we need to be standing on firm ground in the presence of the Lord through our faith in Jesus Christ. Acknowledging that Jesus is the only king who rules over and has a stronghold in our lives. So make Jesus your stronghold. See, the devil the evil one has a stronghold and he tells you lies. But we need to make, make Jesus that stronghold in our lives. But how? How do we do that? How do we allow Jesus to have a stronghold in our lives? How do we do that? So we can do this by constantly having the word of God 
in our eyes, in our mouth, in our ears, and in our thoughts, and in our hearts. So as we read it, read the word of God, we see the word of God with the eyes, we are reading with our mouth, we are hearing the word of God, goes into our ears, we are pondering and reflecting on that word of God in our thoughts. And then we need to allow that word of God to soak in. It needs to soak in like a sponge. It needs to settle, soak in by believing that word of God in our hearts. It needs to soak in. So we can look at an example in Isaiah 41, 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Yes, amen. So we see out here in Isaiah 41, it says in other scripture, in other Bibles, it says, do not fear. I am with you. I am with you. Do we believe that God is with us? See, if we, if we do not believe that God is with us, we will never, never experience his strength. And help that he that God has promised us. As we are the children of God and heirs of God and co-heirs with Jesus Christ in his inheritance, we have been given through the belief of Jesus. So we need to believe in him. Only through the belief of Jesus. Only through the belief of Jesus' death and resurrection, the power. So it comes, the power comes through the belief of Jesus. If he says, I am with thee, do we believe that he is with us? So this belief of Jesus, his death and resurrection gives us that power to do the works that Jesus has done. And even greater things he tells us. You can do even greater things. But the question for us is, do we believe in Jesus Christ? And do we believe that Jesus has given us the same powers and even greater powers to do even greater things? Or are we thinking, nah, we do not have any powers at all. Nothing. So this scripture, Isaiah 41.10, in some Bibles it says, do not, do not fear, or other verses it says, fear thou not, or fear not, or 
in other verses, in other Bibles, it says, do not be afraid or do not be frightened. Do not worry. Do not be anxious. All of these words are, are all used uh, interchangeably with each other. But why is God telling us this? Do not fear. He's telling us this because he wants us to provide us with encouragement. Why is he telling us that? He's providing us encouragement. He wants us to, he wants to give us encouragement. Through his word, he wants us to be encouraged by telling us not to fear. And re remember, when he tells us, do not fear, do not, don't be afraid, fear not, do not fear. Every time he tells us that, he's not telling us that just for today. The, the, prayer, the prayer meeting is happening today. So do not fear on the day of the prayer meeting. No. Do not fear tomorrow. Tomorrow is Saturday. Do not fear the after tomorrow. It's Sunday. Do not fear the next week. Do not fear for the next month and for the rest of the months and for the rest of the year and for the years after that. Do not fear. So he's telling us not to fear always. Okay, so if we look at this entire year, he's telling us, do not fear today is 25th of February. Do not fear on 25th of February, 2022. And do not fear on any other day in the year of 2022 and the years to come. Do not fear. It does not change. The rest of the, the full year, the 365 days that the year holds, do not fear. God is telling us, do not fear for the rest of 2022, the 365 days. But how do we know? How do we know that God is telling us in this entire year of 2022 and in any year that has got these days, 365 days? How do we know that God is telling us to not fear? So throughout the Bible, God tells his people over and over again, do not be afraid. Because why does, he, why does he say that? He says that because we are his children. Okay, So he knows his children just as we know our own children that we have given birth to. So we know them and, and God is our spiritual father. He knows his children. So since he knows his children, he knows that his children have a tendency to fear. Because his children have a tendency to fear, he keeps reminding them. He keeps reminding us. Just as we remind our children, we keep telling them various things because we know they might forget about certain things. So, in the same way that we remind our children because they might have a tendency to forget, in the same way our spiritual father knows us as the children. And because he thinks that, okay, we have a tendency to fear, he wants to remind us. And he keeps reminding us, do not fear. And he keeps pressing through that message because he wants us to press through whatever we are going through right now that is keeping us captivated, whatever lies that have been whispered into our ears. Okay? Because he wants us to press through what lies ahead. What is it that lies ahead? so that we can do his will. 
So how do we know that God does not want us to fear for the 365 days in this year and any other year? How do we know that? It is in the Bible. It is because the word, the words, fear not. Fear not. Okay. We seen earlier in a different um, uh, Bible, it says fear not. Okay. So the words fear not are mentioned in the Bible 365 times. So how how precise can God be? How precise can he be? That he, is, that he has made sure that there is the word fear not in the Bible 365 times for all the days in this year and the years to come. How precise. So here is our evidence. It's our evidence that God doesn't want us to fear. And once again, we might think this is a coincidence. It just happened. Okay. We might think, wow, it's just a coincidence. It's, it's not real. It's just a coincidence. But you know what? The Bible was not just written by anyone. It was written under the influence and the direction of the Holy Spirit. Under his direction and influence. No matter what backgrounds the people came from. No matter, it doesn't matter what backgrounds. Some of them were learned scholars. Some of them were, must have been even uneducated people. Okay. Some of them were fishermen. Uneducated, unschooled. They have not gone to school. They are not, not filled with any great greatness in them. But they were some of the ones who were responsible for adding in into the various scriptures in the Bible. And it is, how did they write these scriptures? How did they add to it? It was under the influence and the direction of the Holy Spirit that influenced them to write it. So if we see further assurances, even in 1 Peter 5, 7, <clears throat> Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Yes. So once again, the word of God is giving us that assurance. Cast all, all your anxiety, all your anxiety on him. He cares for you. Now this reminds me of a beautiful, beautiful hymn. Give them all to Jesus. Are you tired of chasing pretty rainbows? Give them all to Jesus. Give them all. Give them all. Give them all to Jesus. Shattered dreams, broken hearts. 
wounded toils. Give them all, give them all, give them all to Jesus, and he will turn your sorrow into joy. He's asking you, he's saying, cast all of your anxiety, not, not few, everything, all your fears, all your worry, all your anxiety, all your anxiousness, cast it on him. He cares for you. The question that we need to ask ourselves is, do we not believe that Jesus cares for us? Or do we allow our fears, worries, anxieties that we have every day to overcome us? Ask ourselves these questions. We have further assurance even in the scripture 2 Timothy 1.7 and we have this in our I confess boldly as well. For God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Yes. So God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's not given it to us. Where has it come from? He's not given to us. Okay. So he hasn't given it to us, but how will we know that? So we can only know this through his word. His word is telling us that. Yeah. So it's, it's informing us. It's giving us that that wisdom, it's giving us that knowledge, it's giving us that understanding that fear hasn't come from him. He's not given us a spirit of fear. So the better we have that understanding of God's word, the better we are able to recognize, is this a lie of the enemy? Is this a lie of the enemy? Especially when the lies of the enemy are making us feel fearful. Is this a lie of the enemy? How do we check that? Have a look at the scriptures. God has not given us the spirit of fear. So what we need to do is we need to know. We need to know God's word because it's only then do we know that this is not from God. And we need to ponder about it. We need to consume it in our hearts. And we need to use our mouths and confess the word of God. And if we do this, our spirits will grow stronger. And we'll find ourselves growing stronger and much better to be able to resist the temptation to fear. So this is, we are come to the end of our teaching for today. This was the last scripture. I would like to next say a, a prayer, a concluding prayer as we finish off 
cái mục tiêu brother Russell if can please uh, repeat after after me and everyone else on the on the um, in the session if you can keep your mics uh, on mute please uh, as as we see in the prayer Abba Father, Abba Father, I surrender my mental health. I surrender my mental health in your hands. In your hands, Lord, break every bondage of the fear. Lord, break every bondage of the fear of the virus, of the virus, and any other fears, and any other fears that has made me a slave. That has made me a slave. And I command the fear of the virus. And I command the fear of the virus. And all other fears. And all other fears. Now at this stage, everyone, please, as you are on mute, please speak to the fear. You Please be on mute, but please speak to your fear. Think of what is the fear that is in your life right now. Think of what is that fear that is put you into that box. Does not want you to move left. Does not want you to move right. Just wants you to be where you are. What is that fear? We'll now continue. To bow down right now. To bow down right now. At the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus. I command you. I command you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. To get out. To get out. Of my body. Of my body. And mind. And mind. Right now. Right now. And be burnt. And be burnt. And destroyed. And destroyed. In God's consuming fire. In God's consuming fire. Lord. Lord. Thank you for your holy word. Thank you for your holy word. Your word. Your word. O Lord is spirit and life. O Lord is spirit and life. Lord, it is your word. Lord, it is your word. That gives us hope. That gives us hope, assurance, assurance, and the strength, and the strength that we need to move forward. That we need to move forward. When we feel afraid, when we feel afraid of the current situations, of the current situations and circumstances, and circumstances in our life. In our lives. Lord. Lord. Help us not to give up. Help us not to give up. On you. On you. And your word. And your word. But to believe. But to believe. In your word. In your word. And not doubt. And not doubt. With little faith. With little faith. In our hearts. In our hearts. But rather. But rather. 
let us imitate let us imitate mother mary mother mary and ponder and ponder and hold on and hold on to your word to your word truly believing truly believing in your word in your word to overcome to overcome any worry any worry anxiousness anxiousness fear fear anxiety anxiety that is making me feel that is making me feel overwhelmed in my life overwhelmed i rebuke all illnesses i rebuke all illnesses allergies allergies and fears and fears that are crippling my life that are, that are crippling my life for the spirit of the lord is upon me for the spirit of the lord is upon me and has freed me and has freed me from every grip of the enemy from every grip of the enemy lord lord as it is written as it is written in isaiah 10:27 in isaiah 10:27 i ask you i ask you to fill me with the holy spirit anointing to fill me with the holy spirit anointing to break the yoke to break the yoke of bondage of bondage that the evil one that the evil one has put on my shoulders has put on my shoulders and kept me and kept me bound bound in captivity in captivity i make this prayer i make this prayer in the powerful in the powerful name of your son name of your son jesus jesus the name the name that is above that is above every other name every other name amen amen thank you everyone for attending the holy spirit brisbane prayer group session today as brother russell had mentioned earlier please join us for the encounter with the lord every every morning for the rosary sessions that we have and for our prayer sessions prayer and bible study session that we have every friday uh if you think your life is blessed please share this teaching to everyone on whatever social media you use whatever it may be does not matter you use whatsapp you use telegram you use facebook you use youtube we also have our other podcast channels please share it share it to as many people as you can okay and as we wind off today i would like to quote one scripture uh, we do not need to go to it it's from mark 217 okay it says just to remember remind us it is about jesus says it is the sick that need a doctor it's a sick so go forth and spread the word of god to all those who you know who are sick now by sick i mean they could be physically sick they could be mentally sick they could be materially sick 
or they could be spiritually sick. And the father, keep this important message, the father of lies, who is Satan, he wants to steal your blessings. So he does not want you to share this recording with anyone. But you need to share this recording so that other, others who are sick in all of these aspects will be blessed. Good night, everyone. God bless you. And good night. Take care. Thank you, Brother Russell. Thank you, Shanin. Thank you, Vivek. Thank you, Brother Savio.